Hi, and welcome to Cosmic Style, where we explore mystical modalities like tarot, astrology, lunar living, and magic to help us live better lives. I'm Leah, a tarot consultant, professional astrology nerd, and cosmic stylist. Let's get into it. Hi, hello. I am a little rusty in my podcast intros. You can always tell when I'm a little just scattered because it takes me like three times to intro a podcast. That's about where we're at today. But today's episode, I wanted to talk about uh, an astrological timing technique that can help you look at your year ahead in a specific way. Um, So yeah, this is just, I like sharing some episodes. You know, we have our uh, astrological season episodes. We have our new and full moons and we have these episodes where I just talk about, yeah, these, these tools or practices that I've learned, um, and used in my own life, be it with the tarot or with our astrology that I've found actually really useful. And so today we are talking about annual perfections and it's not perfections, it's profections. Um, but Annual perfections are a timing technique um, that can determine the themes of your year by the age that you are, which may seem reductive, but it's a lot more intri- like it's a, not- a lot more intricate and associated with your own chart, as you'll see. So the concept is that each year of life corresponds to a house in the zodiac, and houses are areas of life like where where things are happening um so when you have a planet in a specific house it's kind of saying it's like this is the energy that is being brought or like the this sort of like um this yeah this character's energy is being brought to this setting this area of life and you'll see i'll go through all the houses and i'll also link to a Substack post in which I'll give you a chart of all of the ages around the wheel so you can see which house each age is in and then also have a little bit of a go-to resource for all of the houses there as well because yeah there's there's a little bit of a visual component to this that's just hard to translate um, without just listing off like ages and houses um, so you will have that resource linked in the show notes. But um, yes, each age is associated with a house year. So like age, uh, age like 24 and 36 and 48 are all first house years, for example, because of course each of, each of the ages in each house are going to be 12 years apart because we're going around the 12 section zodiac wheel. If I'm already losing you, just hang in with me. Give me a sec. So <laughs> age 36 is the first house year, for example. 37 is the second house. 38 is the third house. And we go around the wheel until we come back to the 12th house or the first house again. Again, please go look at the chart. It makes this a lot simpler. Um, and to work with perfections, we have to look at the house that's associated with your current age and figure out what area of life will be getting a lot of action, change, focus, energy, all of that. So I'll go through house by house right now. 
Um, so if you've already found your age in the in the little uh, zodiac wheel and figured out what house you're in, you'll you'll have a clearer idea. So. First house is associated with the body, appearance, your identity, your general vibe, autonomy, desire. It's like kind of like our body and soul. It's like who we are, health as well, um, because it's associated with the, the, the body. Um, it can be associated with our vitality. Um, uh, second house is our resources, our values, um, our income, how we make money, our needs, our security, pleasure. It's also how we spend money, what we like to spend money on. Um, third house is our neighborhood. It's the things that's like our day-to-day routines. Um, it's sort of like the sixth house is also routines and like day-to-day work. And it's sort of like third house is like the spaces in which we are like moving. So it's like the coffee shop that you go to and where your office is and like that sort of thing. And it's also associated with skills and siblings, spell work, curiosity, observation, dialogue, lots of conversations in a third house year, internet um, and internet friends, as well as your internet habits. Um, Fourth house is home and family, your heritage, your roots, land, uh, where you come from, your inheritance, like what you inherit from your family. Um, More like trait-wise, the eighth house is more like money inheritance. Uh, It can be a reflection of your childhood, your foundations, um, vulnerability, emotional waves. The fifth house is the house of creativity, pleasure, children, art, fun, charisma, self-expression, creative problem solving, sometimes like sex, like fun sex, like co-creative sex. Um, Sixth house, health, uh, routines, lifestyle, like the day-to-day work, like it's like the day-to-day grind sort of thing, service, habits. Did I say that already? Habits? No. Uh, Systems. uh, It's kind of like preventative or like problem solving through your lifestyle, like creating like meal planning would be like the sixth house, you know, like it's just like, okay, I'm going to set myself up for like food this week. Like that feels like a very sixth house problem solving situation. Seventh house is like partnerships, clients, adversaries. It's all these like one-on-one relationships as well as um, like romance is definitely in there, but it's not just romance and marriage. Um, And it's like, but it does encompass those people. It's like, who can you call at midnight? Like that's where those people are in the seventh house. But it's also like boundaries and projections that we put on other people. Um, the eighth house is that's, this is like the inheritance. This is kind of like the death, sex and taxes. Like sexuality can definitely come through here or it can be more of like the hidden, uh, deeper, darker sexuality, um, trauma, like, which, you know, the, the, the eighth house is so loaded, man. It's like debt, death and rebirth, intimacy, empathy, um, shared resources, collaborations, and yeah, just this real like transformational energy going on in the eighth house. Um, the ninth house is travel, study, philosophy, spirituality, divination, publishing, wisdom, beliefs, uh, how we like construct or think of reality or like the meaning making systems that we use. Um, and our purposes can sort of be found in the ninth 
and 10th house areas. The 10th house is um, a lot of career related stuff, but also just like our reputation or our ambitions. It's like our, like our outward facing. It's like our most public persona. So it can be leadership. Um, but if you think it's, this is like the high noon of the chart. So it's like, where are most people typically in the middle of the day? They're like out doing their jobs, like out in the world is very like public facing. Um, but then there's also these like areas of integrity and discipline and like, what do you want to do? What do you want to do with your time in your life residing in that 10th house? 11th house is community, hopes and dreams, friend groups, like larger groups of friends, your spheres of influence, um, activism lives here and collaborations as well. There's a few different areas of collaborations, just like in different forms. Um, and the 12th house, which is the house of retreat, mental health, escape, uh, our psychic clairs can often, um, come through. It's just one of the places that they can come through. Um, completion, surrender, healing, support, um, isolation, meditation, deep questions, any sort of problems within the mind. Um, it's the least embodied house. It's like very floaty, very like spiritual, conceptual. So we've got that part, right? So we've got our age, we've got our we, the assigned house to that age, so the, the house that we're in, and we've kind of checked what area of life is this like really highlighting for me this year. And now we have our second part, which is called Time Lords. And Time Lords are um, the... Hold on, let me back up. <laughs> yeah, so Time Lords in second part here. And each house is ruled by a planet. So now that we know what house... Um, our our year is then we look to the planet that rules it and the way we figure out which planet rules the house is by looking which sign occupies that house and the planetary ruler of that sign is your time lord for the year and what a time lord is is basically like the planet that's ruling your year so we all have chart rulers which is the ruling planet of your rising sign. So I am a Cancer rising. My ruling planet is the moon. And that has showed up in my life in so many ways, as you might have guessed. Um, but, you know, a Leo rising, the sun is their time lord. Or a Gemini rising, Mercury is their time lord. An Aquarius rising, Saturn is their, or excuse me, is their chart ruler. I'm talking about chart rulers right now for rising signs. So we always have that, that is always with us. I'm always gonna be ruled by the moon as a Cancer rising, but Time Lords are our ruling planet for the year. So whatever that planet that is associated with the sign ruling the house that you are in um, is like the movements of that planet over this year will be extra important to you or any big um, aspects being made to that planet you want to pay extra attention to. So for example, I am in a third house year. I am 38. I am in a third house year and Virgo is occupies my third house. I should also mention to you this system works best when you use whole sign house systems. Uh, because if we're using another system like Placidus, a lot of um, houses will have different signs in each, which is 
totally valid and cool and I work with that system as well but for this timing technique we just want to use whole sign houses because it makes it's it's just the way that this timing system originated and it's and it's definitely works this way so don't stress out if you use placidus you can just use this timing technique for whole sign if you want um but I am in a third house here Virgo is in my third house, and so I look to the ruler of Virgo, who is Mercury, and Mercury is a big player in my year. So, like, I'll continue, I'll, I'll share some examples. So I just want to make, like, for me, Mercury is super duper important. I need to really pay attention to Mercury retrogrades while I am 38 years old, and um, and any sort of Kazemis or big aspects that Mercury is making throughout the year because they'll just be extra potent for me, right? And also to give you a little like peek inside here, um, you know, like I'm in a third house year, as I mentioned, ruled by Virgo. Um, and I've noticed since I turned this age that yes, like my third house themes are getting a lot more energy and focus. So I've seen the prevalence of themes of like my neighborhood and just interacting with people within my neighborhood come to a clearer focus. I, I actually had this ritual of going to my favorite coffee shop that was like a 10 minute walk away from my house. I love it so much. And that especially on Wednesdays, Mercury's day, I get a little like hyper obsessed with it. Oh God, sorry about my computer. Um, and doing very mercury things i've been doing a lot of writing this year i started this podcast in my third house year which is very internet and internet friends and habits and i'm like putting my voice mercury um and my thoughts and my knowledge very mercury stuff out into the airwaves it's very third house very mercury adjacent but yeah like doing my little coffee shop thing actually my neighbor my favorite neighborhood coffee shop that i had this obsessive ritual with that i loved they closed down abruptly and i was like devastated i have never been so attached emotionally attached to a cafe before ever in my life and it really like hit me because i was like oh this was like this beautiful bond i was creating with like these people in my neighborhood like seeing these same people and going to this space that felt really good and doing my little mercury things like clickety clacking away on my computer um but yeah so that was like a big third house moment for me but it's also just developing new skills i've been like really diving deeper into honing my astrology skills it's siblings like mercury rules siblings and all platonic like friendships and relationships and i've definitely had some like really hard lessons around uh some shadow around these um these relationships, my sibling relationships and my um, friendship relationships and how I show up in them. And I've I've had a lot, a few pain points there, but it's all in service of just doing the healing work around this. Um, and yeah, like I, I think the third house year has really shown up strong for me in the Mercury led year, but equally like the previous two years, I had a moon ruled year when I was 36 and a sun rule year when I was uh 37 and both of those played out very true to lunar and solar forms um but i'll quick go through the list of the planetary rulers so again we're finding our time lords um through 
seeing the the sign that occupies the house year that you're in. <laughs> um, so if you're in a year that is Aries occupies that house, it is ruled by Mars. Taurus is ruled by Venus. Gemini is ruled by Mercury. Cancer is ruled by the moon. Leo is ruled by the sun. Virgo is ruled by Mercury. Libra is ruled by Venus. Scorpio is ruled by Mars. Sagittarius is ruled by Jupiter. Capricorn is ruled by Saturn. Aquarius is uh, ruled by Saturn. And Pisces is ruled by Jupiter. So you can look to where Jupiter is now. If you're in a Jupiter ruled year and any major movements that they're making that year, you just kind of want to like put those things on your radar um, because you just may be feeling any transits to your time lord more uh, intensely during that uh, that year. Um, yeah, I'm trying to think of other helpful information. I'm just like reviewing my notes here, but I think that's the 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 gist of it. Um, and I am sorry. I'm just like reviewing my list here. Okay, yeah. So yes, working with all of this um, is. If it's too much information, obviously, take what you like, leave the rest as usual. I find it to be very interesting just to like, for your knowledge, um, to just check on. It's like, what house year am I in? What themes and areas of life are getting like a lot of energy and highlights this year? And yeah, what planet should I be paying attention to in relation to them? And like, are there any major movements coming up? Um, with that planet this year, which I am doing an overview of the astrological transits of 2024 in my workshop, Co-Create Your 2024. Um, so we're going to go through all the major transits um, of the year and you and there's going to be a little space for you to create notes and write which house um, of yours that transit is going through because it'll be a different house for everyone depending on your chart um but i think and obviously like you know we all don't start our year at january 1st so this is based on your own solar return your own solar year so your annual perfection starts on your birthday but you can check where you're at and kind of look at the two different houses and time lords that you'll be experiencing this year, depending on when your birthday is, um, and use that to kind of help guide you and plan you. And you likely you'll already be seeing like, oh my God, like this is really lining up for like what I already know is in store for this year. Again, like using myself in a, as an example, um, in my birthday this year, so in August of 2024, like so far away, um, I will be entering a fourth house year. And fourth house rules your home, your family, your roots. Um, and I we're talking about doing a major move with our family. And I will be spending, in that August period of time, I will be spending time in... New York, my place of origin, um, and really going back to those roots, seeing a lot of old friends and family during that time, but then also later that year, really like 
uprooting and creating a lot of change in those areas. So it's like I'm already this is already happening. It's already underway, regardless <laughs> of me knowing about it or not. Um, but it is just nice to be armed with that information. So I hope this is just another fun, interesting timing technique that can enhance your year. Again, I don't want to overwhelm you with information. I sometimes feel like explaining these things, I can be overly, you know, verbose and talking a lot and not quite sure if my point is getting across, but hopefully between this and the post that I'm doing on Substack, which will provide some visuals and handy dandy uh, notes for you, um, you'll, you'll kind of, it'll click for you and you can use it to your advantage. Um, I hope you have a lovely rest of your week and I hope that you join us um, for my co-create your 2024 event. I think it's tomorrow if you're listening to this the day that comes out, but I'll also have it available for replay for another week or so after we record it. So uh, check that out if it's interesting to you and if you want to learn more about all of the transits and what your time lord might be doing this year. Um, yeah, just check it out. But till next week, I hope you have a powerful Capricorn new moon and enjoyable uh, Aquarius moon and Pisces moon weekend. Bye y'all. If you liked this episode, please share it with a friend or throw us five stars. And if you'd like to book a reading with me or check out my workshops, you can find me at leahvandervelt.com. And you can support this podcast by joining my Substack. stack.